to any given Sunday, Australia. Alrighty, joining Danny and myself now is a punter that is following in the footsteps of Australian and New Orleans Saint Lou Headley. He's the latest pro kick alum to carve a path in college football. He's a freshman out at the Miami U, number 94, Mr. Dylan Joyce. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Nah, pleasure to have you on, mate, and we appreciate you giving up a bit of time on uh, usually usually a pretty busy college week. Uh, so, yeah, appreciate you coming on, mate. No, no, no it's my pleasure. Well, you're actually the uh, – and you yourself and I have spoken about this online. You're the second Miami U player that we've had on. We had big Frankie Tinilao a couple of months ago. How is yeah. the big man going? He's going good. Yeah, I think he's just um, surgery on his back, but he's going good at the moment. Looking, looking fit, so yeah. Is he back, back on the so. track or? He's not back on the track yet, but like, um, from what he's told me, he said he's feeling really good, and I don't know. He's just he's itching to get back. Like, well, probably know his personality and that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, a question I had, I was thinking about when I was writing these up. Number ninety-four. Do you get to pick your own numbers, or were you given ninety-four, or what? Why ninety-four? Oh, man, it was pretty much just kind of given to me. So I kind of want another 22 or another three because my, my favourite uh, footy player is like still a bottom, so number 22. But, and I want another three because I'm a footy number back home, but I didn't have any of them available. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll go 99, number 94. <laughs> well, I go from Brisbane, so we don't need to talk about the pies <laughs> too much. Uh, yeah. It still hurts. It's been a couple of weeks, but it still hurts. But yeah. <laughs> uh, a question I like to start with, just to get into your mindset and see what kind of what kind of bloke we're dealing with, is uh, three people that you'd have at a dinner party, mate. Three people, um, probably Michael Jordan be one. Um, God, I don't know. Michael Jordan. Probably Scott Pendlebury, got to be one of them. Yeah, one nice. of the Pies boys. Um, and, God, Michael Jordan, Scott Pendlebury, probably, I oh, don't know, Steel Solomon's going to be up there. Too. One, of my favorite, one of my favorite players, so he's going to be up there. <laughs> I, I didn't want to talk about it, but I think you, you definitely have to say that Pendles has kind of cemented himself as uh, one of the goats at Collingwood now, isn't he? He has to be. He's going to be a two-time finisher player. All times as well as all times. He's definitely out there. I don't like the pies, but I do I do have a soft spot for Pendles, so we'll let that one slide through. But, uh, you're a country boy back over in Australia, born in, well, in, yeah. from Kyabram. Is that where you're born and raised? Born and raised Kyabram, yeah. Nice. So for those who don't know, whereabouts is Kyabram in Victoria, mate? So Kyabram's from like northern Victoria. Only about seven thousand people there, um, so it's probably about a three-hour trek north of Melbourne. So, yeah, yeah it's just nice. like real, real dairy farming. Just not much going on there, but yeah, it's good, good little community. Plenty of plenty of country footy up that way. Was that always? Was AFL always the sport you played in your household? <laughs> yeah, AFL. Like growing up, 
like we started playing, like kicking the footy with Dan, probably when we were like, I don't know, three or four. And then just like playing junior footy, you know, my whole life. And then um, obviously like going to Assumption and playing school footy was like obviously pretty exciting to do that. Uh, but yeah, then, you know, come back home, play my senior footy back at like my local club. But yeah, country footies, probably like grassroots footies, the heart and soul of like the little communities and stuff like that, like back where I'm from. Yeah, and you attended Assumption College for your final three years or two years of school, which has like an incredible AFL reputation. Is that why you went? Yeah, I think, yeah, just just with that. And then I kind of got into it. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about like Draft Star, like it's an AFL like camp, yeah. So I, well, I attended a couple of camps there and like just seen the school and like obviously like Shane Crawford would like rock up to like, the draft stuff camps with their assumption and like I don't know, I just fell in love with the place. And yeah, I was very, very lucky to be able to get the opportunity to go there. So I'm very fortunate for that. Um, and we had some lifelong mates there and yeah, it just it was good. So then when did the transition go from AFL to punting? And when did you meet up with our mates from Pro Kick? Yeah, so I didn't meet up with um, the boys till I think it was early 2022, 20, I think February. So I went, I went down there for a session because my mate um, Tom Sheldon used to be the punter at UNC and I played like local footy with him back home and he was just telling me about like, oh, you should like really consider doing like pro kick and I've never heard of it. <clears throat> but um, he got me into contact with Johnny and um, went down there for a session in February. And then I didn't start until August because I had, like, I was building my house and stuff back in Kyabram. So I didn't want to start. I didn't want to move down to Melbourne until my house is finished. So I didn't start until August of 2022. So we were, Danny and myself, we were down with the Pro Kick lads oh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Danny. And I remember Chappie... Uh, Nathan Chapman was mentioning to all the kids that he had there, like, this could be a 12, 18-month period. Yeah. But you committed in December. So yeah. what, within two months, three months, you were going from not even kicking a ball to, to committing to Miami. Yeah. I don't know. I think I just got really lucky as well with, like, obviously Lou finishing up his time here at Miami and obviously they have, like, similar kicking styles. But I don't know. I think, I think a lot of luck went into it as well. Because I, I expected to be there for about 18 months myself. But, um, yeah, obviously, because Batman was, like, hassling me to start pro kick as soon as I could. But, um, yeah, no, I'm just feeling fortunate that it all kind of planned out the way it did. Yeah, beauty. And so did you, because you're, like you said, three hours north or, or a couple of hours from where we are, <laughs> did you board at Assumption? Is that where... I did, yeah. Yeah, so do you think that helped with the idea of, you know, shipping off overseas and, and being yeah. by yourself? I just, like, I think it really helped me, like, just, like, get out of my shell kind of thing and just develop skills to help me, like, just live by myself, get a bit of, like, individuality, like, I can just, like, live by myself kind of thing. So that helped me, like, move down to Melbourne too and, like, do pro kick and stuff as well. So obviously it's hard leaving your family and friends, like, like go halfway across the world and like go to school and 
don't know when you're going to see him next, but I think it's definitely helped me out a lot. And in December, like I said, you, you committed to Miami. Was it always going to be Miami? Was there any other offers or, or places that you were looking at? Uh, I think I, I think it was always just um, just off like what Chappie and Tim were putting down. I don't think there was any other school that they were really looking for. <laughs> and what a ripper school to actually go to as well. Uh, great reputation yeah. and uh, a lot of good punches yeah. have gone through there as well. Yeah, so yeah, no, I'm real. I'm real happy with the spot. <laughs> yeah, what what are you studying at the moment, and was that part of your decision? Uh so to be honest, I had no idea what I wanted to study when I come over here. But um, I'm studying sports administration, which is, I think that's what Lou did as well. But I think it's what a lot of the footballers do, just to kind of get by. <laughs> yeah, you just. Ticking boxes there, eh? But nah, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. It sounds like um, when you first met, you, you call him the Baron, which I love. But Johnny and the boys, was it? Uh, did they kind of pitch to you straight away once they saw out that you know you're very much like Lou and and could fit in it well at Miami? Um, it was kind of they didn't want to, like you give you too much like information like when you start. Um, it's more like a trusting like we're going to get you to like a big school and like obviously they were like pretty adamant that i was going to go somewhere so i don't know i'd, I'd full i'd full trust in them and yeah it ended up paying off but i think i remember um the band, like when i first kind of started like the first few weeks he said you should probably watch some film on like lou headley and um i was like oh, i have no idea who lou is obviously when I first started, I had no idea about like the punters and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I was watching him and I was going, kind of like, oh, like, I could definitely like do them, like do these type of kicks and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And I've seen a, a few articles and comments from, well, they say that you've said them that there's obviously a lot of talk about Lou to yourself, but you've come out and said, look, I don't want to be Lou 2.0. I'm my own man and I want to, you know, create my own path. Is that, the case or or is there not as much talk about Lou as what it sounds? Um, I get I get called Lou Headley. That's what I get told by <laughs> I mean like I, they kinda of mince my words a bit there. Like obviously like I look up to Lou like when I first got here, you know, he took me in under his wing and like really showed me the ropes here. So I I like appreciate Lou a lot and like we still talk now either the Saints and that. Um but yeah I I like I was kind of saying like I'm I'm not going to be Lou, you know what I mean? Like Lou's he's a type of guy. Like I'm just going to come in and try to fill the role as best as I can, kind of thing. Because like Lou was like, the king of Miami, kind of thing, and I'm just like oh, I'm just kind of like kick a ball, kind of thing, you know. But, yeah. From what I've seen, you've got the one uh, calf calf tattoo. You're probably going to have to get a few more to be a bit more. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every every time you walk down, walk down like a main part of the campus, like, you need more tats. I'm just like, yeah, right away. <laughs> is it starting to come a little bit of an expectation with Miami that the next partner coming through is always going to be Australian? I think so, yeah. Now they're like, they're like, oh, we're doing a pipeline now. So, I don't know, it's good. It's good for, it's good for Aussie partners. Like, there's so many of us over here now. Like, it's just everyone expects a punter to be Australian. So, I mean, it's good for us. 
Yeah, and hopefully the yeah, definitely just continue and keep on going like what Lou's done and actually gets the NFL because there was a lot of lot of punches that were going in college and then then it stopped there because the old old school American GMs and stuff like I might have an Australian on the team yeah. sort of thing. It's good to lose yeah. breaking down those barriers uh, as definitely. well as a bunch of others, but yeah, if it continues that way. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Lou's done really well. Especially like from his background, like what he's done to get to like to like through Pro Kick, like through JUCO and stuff to get to Miami, like he's done he's done exceptional. Like now to get to the NFL, like I think it just shows that anyone can like whatever they've gone through can definitely like make a way to the NFL. Which has been really encouraging for myself as well. So, yeah, beauty. So, you you, are, you start in August. You commit in December. <laughs> when when did you head over there? When did you hit the ground? Like, when did training start? What happened as soon as you've you've decided to sign? So, I committed in December. Um, just trying to do all the visa stuff, like back home with the Barons and that. Um, landed. I landed here mid-January so like they were just coming back into their spring training so I landed with my like my family came over as well checked the joint out um landed here had two days to like find my bearings and stuff and then we were just straight into straight in like spring workouts and straight into kicking and yeah it was pretty at first it was pretty daunting because like I didn't really know what to expect but and then like two days off the plane like Jet lag, tired, meeting all these new people, but um, I don't know. It was it was um definitely an experience for sure that I'll never forget. Just those first few days. And how did you go once you did get into training? Was it? It's obviously a little bit different to the the AFL style training that you've been doing. Is it? Or did you know pro kick have you pretty well set up? Yeah, no, nah, pro kick did really well. I was gonna say the training's a bit different to local footy. It's like Tuesday, Thursday. Like a bit different than that, but yeah, it's every every day, like every day you're doing something. Like wait like in the spring it's just like weights every day and like you'll kick some days and like summer, just all weights. Won't touch a footy, like unless it's like in your own time and obviously you're coming to fall camp and that, but like the boys at Frank you do so well, like training there, like it feels like they put that much pressure on your pro kick. You feel like it's like the training here. So they prepare you really well. Yeah, perfect. And what about the the first time you put on a hat? Like I'm presuming it's with, well, I know it's with pro kick because we've seen them work, man, Danny. Uh, you put pads and a helmet on and, and go to kick. is like a completely different experience. Yeah, it's so different. Like when you have the helmet on, like rattling around, trying to wash the ball, like on your foot, you're like, I was thinking, fuck, what can I even do this? <laughs> but once I, after those first after those first few weeks I'm like, getting used to it, you you find your you find your feet a little bit and yeah, you end up more right. And what's your day to day like now as a college athlete? So right now like we'll have um so I'll wake up probably about six forty five and then head into the facility, have brekkie, We'll have a meeting at like 7.30 or 7.45-ish and then have meetings until probably 8.30 and then we'll get into practice. So tomorrow we've got a big practice. So it'll be like a two, two-hour practice and then finish up 
like shower, go to class pretty much in the Arvo, and then we'll have meetings in the afternoon as well. So we probably won't get out till about seven o'clock at night. So it's one big full day every day. Yeah. So Tuesday, Wednesday is our biggest days, our biggest load. Then Thursday, Friday, it tapers off a bit because we're just getting like fine tuning some stuff just for the for the game ahead. And week one rolls around. You're playing against Miami, Ohio. What was it like in your first punt in front of fifty thousand people? Yeah, it was it was pretty surreal. Just like running out there, I kind of like yeah, I don't know. Just kind of like you're like all right, like I'm here now. Like all the hard work, like I've done. Like trying to like back in Australia, like kicking around in Josh's paddock with Timmy, and now you're out in like Hard Rock Stadium, kicking in front of fifty thousand. It's pretty. It's pretty surreal. Um, but yeah, the amount of practice we do before that, like the amount of reps we do during the spring and the summer with the team, like it kind of, you kind of go out there and it just feels like practice again. Like as soon as you see the boys line up, you're kind of just like, oh, all I got to do is just kick the ball kind of thing. So I think a, like the, a lot of the preparation really helps you out. But yeah. yeah, it was definitely, I'll never forget it. Just a slightly smaller crowd than your local <laughs> footy. Unfortunately, your team had a bit of a shocker last weekend, as most people have seen and probably spoken about. How do you reset yeah. the, the yeah. next big game against North Carolina? Yeah, I think obviously it was a tough pill to swallow that one last week, but um, the boys. The boys know what we got to do. Like, you just got to move on kind of thing. Like, just kind of, like, flush it um, and just look look to North Carolina this week. Um, obviously, it's going to be a big game. Obviously, they're undefeated, looking really good. But we still, like, we're still we're still looking good. You know what I mean? Like, it was just one, one play. But that doesn't change, like, our preparation and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Well, realistically, you're, like you said, you're one play away from being 5-0, and just like they yeah. are. So do you, do you still take that confidence, like you said, that you know we can mix it with the best? Definitely, yeah. I see it like that's all, that's all the boys are saying too. Like I said, you can't just let one bad one bad play or bad game just like de- defer, like deter your whole season. Like, like you, can't, you can't just kind of let it like, Chris Ball said you can't let the same team beat you twice. So you can't let the um, all the critics and all that kind of stuff bow you down for North Carolina. You kind of just got to like, swallow that pill and just move on. Like, you just got to, I don't know, you just got to go in there with all like your film review and just attack it like, you, like nothing's happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a question we haven't really come across before, Danny. Do you find, you know, I'm presuming up at Kyabram, the the local rag is is probably getting into you if you don't, uh, you know, you go down to to whoever. But how do you find the like the media and and the scrutiny that you are put under there? Yeah, obviously, like there's a lot. I don't have Twitter, so that's probably a good good start. Um, But yeah. I don't know, the Miami fans are very passionate, so they'll uh, they'll let you know if you're not doing a good job. <laughs> Have you ever been hit up from, like, the media or anything for comments or 
Ah, uh, nah, not yet. So I was probably lucky with that. So speaking of passionate, <laughs> speaking of passionate Miami fans, one of my uh, mates, his housemate is from Miami. I was like, oh, I do an NFL podcast, and she just looks at me. She's like, go Hurricanes! <laughs> First thing she did. I was like, <laughs> Wow, we're on the other side of the world and you're still doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're all, I don't know, they're all very passionate over here. It's just like, I don't know, it's just like very, it's very like different compared to home. Like, it's good though, I love it. Like, all my, my family here, they were at the game, obviously, um, last week, and they were, they were at the Temple game as well, and they were just saying, like, it's crazy, like, the fans are just, like, so passionate. And, like, there was more Miami fans at the Temple game than there was Temple people like that was the first time like they've traveled really well and they just like it was just crazy like just saying like the amount of people there it must have been just as a thrilling experience playing your first game and then also having a yeah. the family there to be able to watch you as well yeah yeah no nah, it, it was awesome like seeing them like on it we do like a hurricane walk like before the game um, like all the white shit kind of play and like i've seen them like on the on the side, like when I was at home, and like, I don't know. It was, it was a very emotional like, thing, like saying like, oh, like I finally, like we're all here at the same time, like finally I've done it. Like, I've got work to Yeah, for sure. Are you the, are you the holder as well as the punter? No, I'm not the holder. So our second string uh, punters are holder at the moment. Yeah, is that something you're going to look at doing? Because I feel like if you're going forward, going into the NFL, that's kind of the role of the punter as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely something I'm looking to. Is that, have you done much practice with it? Like, I, I imagine that's almost like punting, for, especially for an Aussie, comes natural, really. Like, yeah. But being able to be down there holding that and have that, you know, you have to get the laces in the right spot and things like that. Yeah. A bit more pressure under yeah, there, no. I reckon. I mean, like, I, I like holding because. It's fun. Like, I, I want to be holding, but um, um, yeah. Obviously, it just had didn't happen this year. But obviously, it's something I'm still working at. Um, I was I was doing it at Pro Kick too. Like, they teach you how to hold and stuff like that. So, I had had kind of the basics down, and then now being here, like under Coach Maloof, who was like in the NFL as well. So it's been really good having him, and obviously he was with Lou as well. So he's been really good to me. And just like helping me out with holding and the spirals and all that kind of stuff. So it's been good. Yeah. Well, you got four years there. So I imagine you'll be able to pick it up. <laughs> you, you've got. Yeah. <laughs> it still blows my mind that realistically, it's only just been 12 months, uh, well, 13 months now that you've actually been doing this and, and doing it properly. So yeah. I reckon within four years, you'll be right and you'll pick it up. <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So the team. Four and one should be five and over. They're four and one. What are the what are the, still the goals for the team going to the end of the year? Well, we're basically just just taking it one game at a time. Like every every week, we're just trying to be one and zero. Like so, we're not looking we're not looking towards the end of the year yet. We're just like take it one game at a time. So this week we want to be one and zero, and it just resets. This week we want to be one and zero. That's kind of our mentality at the moment. And every practice we're like, all right. This is, this is the practice that we're doing. We're only looking forward to this practice kind of thing. So we're just looking at whatever's in front of us and then we do we do the right stuff, then we'll end up we'll end up being pretty successful, I think. And then what about your own personal goals? We've spoken about it a fair bit, like touched on it. Is NFL the ultimate goal? 
post these four years. Yeah, definitely. I think it's definitely something I want to do. Um, I thought, now I'm over here, might as well give it a crack. But, um, <laughs> you know, like, it'd be unreal, you know, even seeing Lou, like, I watched, I watched, like, his pro day and stuff, and I just thought it was, like, unbelievable, like, seeing, like, all the pro day stuff and, like, the build-up to, like, the combine, like, and all that, like, and then him, like, getting the call that he was going to the Saints was unbelievable. But, yeah, it's definitely, definitely something I want to strive for. And then we'll post all of that. We'll see you back on Aussie Shores or you reckon you're going to settle into the States? Uh, we'll see. I'm not too sure yet. <laughs> I just got here. But Miami's pretty good, so I don't think I'm leaving any time soon yet. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make the most nah, of those four years. Mate. Uh, yeah, exactly. You got still got still got still got four years to work it out. So, yeah, perfect. Uh, awesome, mate. I love this. You're only realistically four five weeks into a four four year journey. So, we look forward to following you and and seeing how you go. We get a lot of Miami uh, on on ESPN, which is handy. So. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely be able to keep across you and, and see you when you're out there on the field, mate. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Nah, cheers, mate. We appreciate you coming on and uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll keep on top of you going forward, mate. But uh, keep up the good work. We know you've got your family with you, so go enjoy time with your family <laughs> before they, they ship off and uh, we'll, we'll yeah. speak to you soon. Easy, no worries, guys. Thank you so much. Go Hurricanes. Cheers. cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go Hurricanes. <laughs> 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 Throughout the year. <laughs>